Hey, Alan. Welcome to Dice Over Everything. Are you burned out from working too hard, or are you burned out from gaming too hard? I'm not getting enough sleep and thinking about all the gaming that I need to get done. Oh, that, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of painting, there's a lot of gaming. Oh my god, there's all not the con- enough time in the day to do everything. All the conventions. Yeah, so... Uh, so no. You're just going to give up then? You're just going just gonna to roll no, over? No, I'm going to... Nope talk about it with you and see if I can uh, what we can do to mm-hmm. prevent gaming burnout oh this is going to be more of an intellectual thing not just venting about how hard it is to paint the, the no, hundreds of guys it's going to be both okay. <laughs> good that's exactly what I expected yeah so our topic today gamer burnout mm-hmm. um, I think everybody who's gamed for long enough gets that feeling at one point yeah or not necessarily just with games mm-hmm. but you can probably relate at least with work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even when you have a hobby that you super love and, and it brings you so much joy and you're doing it for fun, mm-hmm. you can get burned out. Yeah, if you feel like you're spending all your like free time on it. If you don't have enough free time especially, yeah. you're like, oh, my God. As an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, free so, time, what? Yeah, Being so, bored. I wish I could be bored these days. <laughs> no, you just get tired. Yes. So... Uh, I actually kind of have experienced this burnout not not in the well in the gaming well in the miniature gaming uh, sphere mm-hmm. um, with painting. So okay. I think we mentioned this before. Uh, we got uh, we have a friend that's really into just the painting aspect. He kind of dropped off the face of the earth with the gaming uh, portion. Yep. Uh, so we started. Because uh, you gotten into that, we started going to painting competitions, right? Where it's solely about painting, mm-hmm. and so I started doing that, and and it's so it's somewhat fun, right? You're trying to you take a model, you try to paint it to the best of your ability. Yeah, you start learning new techniques, you start actually really noticing the improvement in your painting abilities, because mm-hmm. you're you're meeting up about it, you're showing each other your work online. You can do seventy, you can do larger uh, models that you wouldn't necessarily do normally because you can't play it on the tabletop. It's not part of your army. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more room to work in the painting techniques. Yep. So you feel like you're progressing a lot for a certain amount of time, but then at a certain point... There's... Because we were doing it for competition, mm-hmm. it felt like... started to feel like work. The, the, pres- the pressure of it the, and the yes. need to succeed yeah, became the pressure, a bit too much. And then... Mm-hmm. At some point, you're just trying to make it look better, and you're not enjoying the process. Yeah. And I realized that I was starting to hate painting these models. I was like, you know, there's some fun. It was not all hatred, mm-hmm. but I started dreading. Like once I was into it, I liked it a bit more. But I started dreading even picking up the paintbrush. Mm-hmm. So I found that for trying to like paint at the highest level, which you might compare, we'll probably compare it to gaming at the highest level mm-hmm. shortly. But I found I had to be introducing new techniques so that I knew I was working towards something rather than just like grinding as hard as I possibly could to churn out as much detail as possible mm-hmm. to keep it fresh. And if I'm not doing that, yeah, it does become onerous. It's just like, all right, I gotta paint the best freehand I can paint. I've gotta paint like the smoothest, smoothest blends I can paint. Yeah, and like there's a new competition coming up. I want it to be better than my previous models, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're constantly doing that, I feel like you stop losing that, like you like said, this kind of exploration, mm-hmm. play, like this to me, what's fun about painting is the yep. exploration, painting, seeing something come together. You're you're kind of kicking that away because you're like, okay, no, I can't experiment on these, with these colors because 
I need to use something that's tried, tested, and true that's going to work. Mm -hmm. And if, I, if I'm not painting a competition piece, then I have to be training on a new technique so that I can be good enough so that I can use it on my competition piece. And it just felt like... Oh, I just trained on the competition pieces. I don't care. <laughs> maybe that's better. I felt, started feeling uh -huh. onerous. I f started feeling like it was work as opposed to fun. Yep. And so this to me is like a kind of burnout, right? Mm -hmm. I was just not liking it anymore even though I loved it before and so I guess one of the solutions with burnout is I just walked away I was like that's it I'm not doing that anymore mm -hmm. uh, there's it's obvious that there's something about this um, painting for competitions that is draining the fun out of me painting these models and so instead I'm, it's not like I don't like painting. I still find it super relaxing. I stopped trying to paint for competition, yep. which means if I felt like being sloppy, which I always do, mm -hmm. I, I would paint sloppy and I'd make it just generally look, look good or whatever in the ways that I liked. You know, try different techniques, see if it worked. If it didn't work, I'd just like move on. Mm -hmm. And I actually started liking painting a lot more. Like, we, we talked previously about speed painting and stuff like that, as opposed to like really taking your time on everything yep. uh, to make it perfect. I don't find taking your time to make it perfect on everything fun at all. So I found the speed painting eventually got really stressful because you were... Because you're trying to paint it as fast as possible. Yes. But there's something in between where you don't care too much about making it like perfect, mm -hmm. but you don't care too much about doing it as fast as possible. Or if you miss something and something goes out of the line, you're just like, oh, well. Yeah. It's, it's a mistake. I just keep going. Yeah, and just keep on going. Mm -hmm. And if you, to me, it's almost like stop putting pressure on yourself, preconceived pressure on yourself. Maybe it helps sometimes, but for me, I, I felt like I had to stop putting these preconceived pressures on myself just to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Because for me, painting, the original reason why I liked painting is for the experience of painting and seeing things come together. It wasn't just for the end product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. So yeah, I had to, I don't know how you turn this into like a, a learning moment, but I basically went back to basics. I was like, screw doing all this extra stuff that I was encouraged mm -hmm. and, and people were like guiding me down a path that I didn't enjoy. And I said, fuck that. I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna go back to the way I like to paint. The quick way. The yeah, the quick, the way, the the way that, n not too quick, but not too slow, mm -hmm. and just do it. So I think I would compare that level of stress to sort of what I felt with War Machine, mm -hmm. towards the middle of playing War Machine, that like you were talking about with there being painting competitions, War Machine was strongly focused around building up to playing tournaments and towards mm -hmm. competitive play. In and a painting the, way. Are you still talking about painting? No, I'm talking about War Machine. Okay, just in general. Oh. Pff. I could yeah. kick the ass of all the painters, who cares? Okay. I could paint, yeah, I could paint right. them into a corner and they'd be destroyed. Okay. Their, their paintbrushes would be shattered and... Alright. I don't know what their caster is, but whatever that is, that'd be, that'd be wiped yeah. off the table. But... See the lamentations of their models? Yes, exactly. Yeah. See the See the painted tears <laughs> running down their little, little poorly, poorly highlighted cheeks. Anyhow, with War Machine, like, that was highly focused around the competitive aspect around it, uh -huh. and eventually, like a lot of the players became focused on that. So just playing games, but became draining because mm -hmm. 
I didn't want to every single game or most of the games play at the super high level, bring super tone tuned lists, study to learn everything about your opponents. Play super as hard as possible every time yep. you show up. And it and it combined the aspect of speed the, and it combined the aspect of the stress of speed painting because it's on the clock too. Yeah, yeah. So not only were you trying to when you're playing exactly, and even though you don't have to play it when you're mm -hmm. on the general like game day, yep. like just a normal Sunday or whatever. Uh, everyone was training for a tournament, so they're like, "No, I gotta play on this clock." Uh huh. So everything they really should have let. There, there should have been multiple formats to that. No, game. they should have. If they wanted to play on clock, they should have just played on a clock. But we should have just been like, "I'm not playing on a clock. Mm -hmm. You just play on a clock." But the game drags out so long in, uh -huh. uh, in its nature that you kind of have to, otherwise, the game will go on for a long time. Uh, especially considering how big their armies exactly. ended up being. It's a big aspect of it. So I found that that required taking breaks from it. Uh, I think we found X-Wing to play, which was much less stressful. Hardcore, yes. Yeah, so like some people played it much higher level, but we didn't. You could, right? but you, it didn't. It did. The game itself didn't lend itself towards that. Mm -hmm. There was no clocks. You could just sort of throw your dials on the table and be like YOLO, <laughs> and <laughs> and true. people would just be like, oh, I guess I beat you. And like, yeah, I guess I really didn't. <laughs> but really? I got to go pew pew exactly. at least a couple of times. Exactly. So that game, we we eventually had to introduce that game to just to relax, to tune down the stress level of playing a certain game. So again, with Burnout, the mm -hmm. solution is that we got for Variety. this one was just taking a break, mm -hmm. a little bit of breaks, right? And yep. I guess we we noticed it early on. So instead of burning out super heavily, mm -hmm. uh, we we started easing how much time we spent on it. Yep. So that it didn't consume all of our time, so we didn't feel like we're constantly being stressed, and the stress didn't build. Mm -hmm. So we gave ourselves those breaks to relieve the stress, cool down, and then start itching to want to play War Machine again. Yep. So I think yep, as we we talked about for doing painting, or mm -hmm. doing super, super tough games, uh -huh. you may just have to take a break once in a while. Yeah. So you come back with an extra love for it. Yeah, and, and the same thing, mm -hmm. I, I know people who paint Giant Armies games, yep. which, well, one of the solutions is stop playing Giant Army games and play, like, better games <laughs> like mm -hmm. Frostgrave or Infinity. Yeah, exactly. Um, you might which, have, like, you might have to move on from the game if it's just in its nature, it yeah. stresses you out, you're like, okay, maybe this isn't my thing. But if you're doing, I think one of the one things that really stresses some people out mm -hmm. with... Um, Warhammer 40,000 or these big box games is that they enjoy assembling the models. It's relaxing. Uh, they enjoy playing the game, but mm -hmm. they don't enjoy painting it. And the problem with 40K and Age of Sigmar and even Song of Ice and Fire is there's so many models. If you want, you might need 100 guys to make, like, to have all the options you want to have. No, 100 models is like one army. Uh, Options are on top of that, depending yeah. on your army. I know. I'm painting seven Infinity guys at once, <laughs> and I'm already like, oh, man. Yeah. This is, ta this is taxing for the repetitive nature of it. Yeah, so I think that is, I think, uh, what, what people really need. They need a solution for that. Mm -hmm. So one of the things is find more joy in painting. So whether that is uh, slow down more or maybe find faster techniques or use contrast paints if somehow for some reason that makes you so excited yeah or if you have to break down pay four hundred dollars and get an airbrush mm -hmm. to get things going it might be more fun for you, to do that. but to me the biggest thing is like even if you have a whole bunch of guys and it's faster if it's not fun you're not going to necessarily enjoy it as much mm -hmm. so to me if you don't enjoy painting I would seriously consider paying someone to paint more 
So a lot of people, though, also say, oh, I've got to get this whole, like, these 80 guys painted by, like, three weeks. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't turn the pressure up that high on yourself or yes. else you, you're going to burn yourself. You might do it, but you'll yeah. burn yourself up like, oh, I couldn't paint. Painting. I can't pay, couldn't paint for months after that. Yeah. You hear people doing that all the time in those in Warhammer and other So again, huge just games. like what we're talking about when we're playing War Machine, mm-hmm. is you've got to pace yourself. You can't, don't put on too much pressure, pressure unless, I don't know, for some reason you need it painted. And maybe if you need it painted, get someone else to do it. <laughs> who yeah. can take, who can take the painting pressure? Exactly. Yeah, so. Um, we'll take the shortcuts you won't take. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so I think, I guess, solutions for mass army painting pay someone mm-hmm. just take longer and be okay with that yeah or stop playing those big box games <laughs> and go to skirmish and, games and go to skirmish games which mm-hmm. is I think part of the reason why skirmish games are also more popular and it's not just it, it, it's not just the time it takes to paint the models it's the fact you only need a certain few number of models you need less cost to play the game but it's it's part of that kind of Smaller guys, yeah, you smaller don't, number of guys. Yeah, you don't worry so much that you bought this army now that you have this huge pressure. If you just bought like two hundred guys, mm-hmm. you don't feel that. Or you bought like three hundred dollars of tanks, which isn't mm-hmm. that many tanks now. You don't feel this big pressure. Two tanks, on. yeah, or one and a half tanks. I would feel sad if I played those games, but I don't, so it's fine. Yeah, but yes, you feel an immense pressure to get them painted because you just spent this giant wad of cash on them. Whereas if it's a smaller scale game, yep. fewer models, you're like, yeah, I dropped 200 bucks, but that's a giant army, so whatever, I'll get it painted soon and enough. And 12 models, you'll paint a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is that I feel like a lot of people, when they play skirmish games, because it's just 12 models, they still stress themselves out when they're, paint- when they're painting, mm-hmm. because they, uh, because there's only 12 models, they're like, oh, every single model has to be like amazingly well-painted. Yeah, I do that now, but I just take my time, so it's fine. Yeah, but if, if you don't, if you're not super into painting, mm-hmm. painting 12 super well-painted models is actually just as much pressure as painting 100 tabletop-quality models. Oh, yeah. So this is one of those things. You can, you've got to, like, mm-hmm. set your own expectations correctly. Mm-hmm. If, you, if the point of painting, playing a skirmish game and getting into it is that you don't have to paint as many models, but then you decide to amp up the difficulty of each model to be, I don't know, 100 hours or something like that for each model. Mm-hmm. Kind of an exaggeration. So yeah, a lot of people look at the studio painted models and be like, oh, why can't I get to look at like that? It's like, well, those people have put in their 10,000 plus, it's probably 20,000 hours to get that model to look like that. Mm-hmm. And they're using like most time-consuming, a lot of time-consuming techniques. Uh, yeah, so if you look at what Angel Gerald is, who, who paints the Infinity Miniatures, he actually paints very quickly. Mm-hmm. Paints like one mini a day. Yes. And that's his job. Eight hours on a mini, I generally don't do that for miniature mm-hmm. miniatures. Well, I think he's hired on help at this point as well. Yeah, but still, like, mm-hmm. you're saying paint the quality of an, of on hell. To paint a 10-man list, you still need to paint 80 hours, which is more than most people would want to do. Because it's not a full-time job for them. Yes, so mm-hmm. don't... Don't try to paint as good as Angel Geraldes. Or if you do, understand that A, you have to be as good as Angel Geraldes, and then you still have to paint for 80 hours to get your 10-man list. You're now scaring me, because it does take me about 8 hours to paint a guy. Well, my, that might be including the assembly time, too. Mm. But I'm, Oh, maybe I, that does include the assembly time. I'm closing in on 8 hours a model. But I also paint them in bulk with similar models mm-hmm. together, which keeps the time 
under wraps because yeah. I'm obviously not that good. <laughs> yeah. So I have to take some sort of shortcut, which is just paint a whole bunch of guys yeah. that are all similar at once. Yeah, so again, setting mm-hmm. expectation is very important to, and pacing so mm-hmm. that you don't get burned out. Yep. Right? So I guess also maybe we could change the topic a bit towards like the attitude of the gaming group. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would have a totally. big influence on how quickly you get burned out? Like you said, with um, maybe that's why I got burned out a little bit with the high-level painting. Mm-hmm. is because we're with uh, my buddy, or our, our buddy, who, uh, is who really mostly just paints painting. for competition. He mostly paints for competition. Mm-hmm. And it's just too stressful, and it's not the way that I ever wanted to paint. Like, mm-hmm. this is for fun and for stress relief. But that guy, like... I feel like he loves stress. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, if you're listening, do you love stress? Mm-hmm. Like, is, it, is that a love-hate relationship? I feel like it is. If it's not there, are you empty without it? <laughs> but but I think pain with it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so, at the same time, like when you talked about with War Machine, um, we had a whole bunch of people in our group who were so into competitive nature. They couldn't dial it down and that kind of amped up the stress for everyone they could only play top tier lists yeah you felt like Mm -hmm. you had to do that right Mm -hmm. and so I think one of honestly it kind of killed that group yep Um, but now we've moved on uh, to a different group uh, an infinity group we're so much more relaxed and I I honestly don't feel that stressed when I go in I actually enjoy playing against uh, new players, old players, whatever, because mm-hmm. I'm not taking the game that seriously anymore. Yeah, like you'll try to play well, but you yeah. won't try to like get every last inch. Yeah, I don't feel bad about playing a suboptimal army. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I still want to win with my army, right? I understand that you have to do that, and it's kind of can be sometimes insulting to your opponent if you're not trying to win, mm-hmm. but. Uh, that's not my focus, and my, our group, our gaming group, think that thinks that's okay. In fact, I feel like that's the general encouraged way to play. Just help your your opponent play in a fun way. Make sure everyone's having fun. Like, mm-hmm. remember, this is a hobby. This is not like this is not your job. Your primary purpose is to have fun, and winning is uh, a means to the ends of having fun. Mm-hmm. If trying to win doesn't give you more fun then obviously something is wrong then stop trying to win yeah maybe. or maybe well stop trying so hard to win if you're putting that pressure on yourself yeah. then maybe that's the way to go yeah and to me it's the, the thing that I was saying before go back to your basics right mm-hmm. where I feel like this is you know we've been hobbying for so long we've kind of gone around and done every single type of way that you can try to hobby right we tried to do the professional we've done the not professional painting uh, but we've done the competition level painting. We've competed against the professionals and yes. lost terribly. Yes. Uh, we've competed with the in the competitive gaming aspect. We've p- tried to play really quickly. We've tried all these different games. Uh, we've done everything. And so for me, some of them were more fun, some of them are not. But I've come around back to the basics and think, when did I have the most fun when I was playing miniatures? Mm-hmm. It's like when we were 12, right? When we were sitting there and we only cared about... Like actually, we cared a lot about winning then. Yeah. But for some reason, it didn't matter. It's actually more about the story. Mm-hmm. right? I remember after every single game, I would, write, mm-hmm. I would recount and I'd write a story of, of my army's uh, 
expedition against the evil space marines as they're trying to violate the uh, Eldar's Eldar's uh, home planets. Not, not yet. No, they're the, they're the. Oh shoot, can't remember the name. The Maiden Worlds, right? So you're violating a Maiden World made to populate, well, made for Eldar, but the the space marines are coming to try to take it. Mm -hmm. So they had to go and. Defeat the, the, the monst- evil, the monstrous, monstrous <laughs> drooling, slobbering blood angels. Yes, giant monsters. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'd write the story of that every single uh, time. And that's what I really enjoyed. And so now when I think about it, I try and keep that kind of aspect, right? And I've added on the idea of, of you know, it's just fun to hang out with a bunch of, of cool people, joke around and play. And, and, and it doesn't really matter about, the f- about who wins. It's more about the experience that, that you go and play. And yep. so that, to me... Keeping that in mind all the time kind of helps me keep me keep me grounded, mm-hmm. and also makes me helps me realize when I'm getting too far into something that I know won't actually bring me a lot of joy. Yeah. So I guess some other people in our gaming group, though, just on the gaming night where we normally play one particular game, which is usually Infinity, they'll just bring other games because yep. they they know what they need to do, which is sometimes just yeah, switch play a up. Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with Infinity, sometimes, uh, especially now with uh, Link Teams, sometimes. You can get crushed for a lot. Yes, so the game has allowed power gaming to more of an extent. Yeah, than it used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. Which, if you don't want power gaming, I guess you just have to choose your games according to that. But sometimes you can't choose what your gaming group is playing, so. Yeah. You just need to pick your opponents that way, possibly. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Should try and pick your opponents. Don't be too afraid to say, oh. Like, if you know a guy that's competitive and you don't really want to play him, just mention, so you, oh, I'm just looking for a more casual yeah, game. I'm not going to give you a very good game with my list. Yeah, and just be like, I want a more casual game. Maybe mm-hmm. someone who's not trying, you know, I guess don't say you're who's only cares about winning, but, mm-hmm. you know, they'll get the idea when you say, I want a more casual game. So. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, all right. So this, I think we talked a lot about how to prevent burnout, mm-hmm. but and a little bit about what we did to try and get out of it but let's let's try and zero in on what happens when you're experiencing how do you how do you know when you're actually experiencing burnout how do you recognize you have it oh and you dread going to, p- to play it's like isn't this play oh my god it's gotta be so hard <laughs> that's, that's just the, that's what it comes down to frustrated all the time not just one time you know everyone gets frustrated once in a while Yes. But if every single time you show up, you're getting more and more frustrated. And you give up really quickly, and you realize it's all yeah. for nothing, or it's all yeah. everything is lost quite early on. Yeah, so just, <laughs> I guess, every once in a while, I guess, you should just check in on yourself and say, is, is this still fun? Mm-hmm. And I guess the other thing is, we, we said take a break, um, but one of the things that I, we kind of realized, at least I realized, is... Taking a break doesn't mean not showing up to the game night and just cutting the cutting gaming out of your life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe you need to do that. If it's absorbing all of your waking hours and you just it's just killing you, and when you go to the, the store, you dread seeing those people because they, they kick your teeth in whenever you play a game, mm-hmm. and maybe they also paint better than you and, and in every single way, and then they also kind of rub you the wrong way because they're super cocky. I don't do that every week. <laughs> <laughs> Only my good weeks. Yeah, so maybe you, maybe you need, do need to take a break. One of the things that I found is that when we go and play in these communities, um, taking a break can mean not 
painting or, or not and not playing, but you still might go to the community night. Oh yeah, cause, like if you really enjoy the game, but if, you've, if you're stressed out or maybe you have too much going on at work or maybe you mm-hmm. have to keep getting there late, mm-hmm. like, there's lots of reasons for it, but you just you can show up. Like, you enjoy talking about the game, you enjoy seeing people play the game, mm-hmm. but to sort of dial it back by being there, being part of the community, but not actively playing the game on some days. Yeah, yeah, I think that this is this is one of those things that I think a lot of people don't do when they get burned out. They just mm-hmm. kind of disappear for a while, and sometimes it's okay. But sometimes it's just good to go out, and like, I, if you're in a community for a long time, you've become friends with a whole bunch of people. It's just... Instead of ditching all of that, just go. Don't feel pressured to play games. Don't feel feel pressured to paint. Just go and hang out with the people in the in your community. Mm-hmm. And then when they all go out for like food or drinks, you can go with that, right? Unless you're burned out with food or drink. Yes. In which case that never happens. In which case, it sounds like you're probably suffering from depression and you probably need uh-huh. more help than than just drinking. <laughs> than listening to <laughs> if, us if, talk about it on a if, podcast. If drinking's not good enough for you. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna solve the problems. Yeah. So yeah. So I think take a break. Still go to your community. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to go to your community, obviously don't don't do it. But if you if you just want to go, if you're if you feel obligated to go out uh, to to support your community, but uh, you don't want to play, mm-hmm. then just go out and support your community. Hang out and don't play. And that actually does help support your community as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to throw that in because I think a lot of people don't do that, but I do see a bunch of people do do that, and I think that helps them keep them more positive. Yeah, it's easy for the people it. who live close to the game store, but I mean, I live an hour away from mm-hmm. our friendly local game store. Still, you should come. And just I still for food. do come. Yeah, sometimes. I, unless I have to kill it at work the next day, yeah. in which case I may not. Yeah, so. Just something to think about. Another mm-hmm. another thing, don't feel ashamed about going to your community mm-hmm. and not playing. Yep, as a way to avoid. If you're feeling yeah. like, if you don't feel like you have the energy or the drive to do it that day, maybe yeah. just show up anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anything else? No, I think I've burned enough energy on this. <laughs> All right. Uh, then let's uh, get out of here. I guess so. <laughs> All right, uh, this is uh, me and Alan. And it's been Brandon. Don't get burned out. All right, one last thing. Yeah, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, just like us wherever you're listening. Yeah, and if you want to keep track of our uh, work on Starpiercer, go to starpiercer.com, or if you're on Facebook, go to our Starpiercer community. So, if that's basically it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.